quiet. Everybody shut up. I said shut up. Now, are you ready to play the game? No. Are you ready to play the game? Yeah. The game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing to survive. Aiming to win any way they can. Yeah, yeah, pass the ball, final casting call First of all, verbal basketball Off the glass, smash your jaw, too fast for jaw You might take a nasty ball Trying to stick with the prehistoric passenger Foul ball! All rep, no physical contact Bounce back, demonstrate, invisible bomb raps Not no hustler, no player, or speaking no crime crap I'm vocally trying to score before my time lapse Uh, full court press, uh, hands in your chest What's up, Houdat Nation? Thanks for joining us on the Don't Patrol Podcast We're doing a special Pelican Plunge episode today with no Saints game today and with the way the Pelicans have been playing lately, we decided it's about time to do a Pelican plunge. We're about 25 games into the season and your Pelicans are sitting there at first place in the Western Commons right now. So we're going to give a little 25 game checkup, um, talk about obviously the big game against the Suns Friday night and then also the game upcoming today, which I guess... By the time this gets out there, the game will have already happened, and hopefully the Pelicans win again. But um, but it's just me and James today. We just decided it, it, it was time, and with the way the Saints season has gone, um, it's time to focus our attention to the good professional team here in New Orleans. So, how are you feeling this morning, James? I know yesterday was a bit rough, the World Cup, but yeah, I do. You know what? I've I've been through how many World Cups now? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten World Cups. Um, and yeah, heartbreak, heartbreaking defeats is what England do in um, in World Cups. I'm afraid it's just <laughs> comes a point where you're just used to it. And yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, I was I was pissed off last night. You know, missed a penalty. The referee wasn't great. Blah blah blah. But you know, it's um, it, it was England's golden chance because Morocco were waiting in the semi-finals and. That doesn't happen every World Cup. No, no, no. no so yeah, a bit, um, a bit, a bit, a bit pissed off last night. Uh, woke up this morning. Was like, it's nearly Christmas. Mm-hmm. Two weeks till Christmas, so six days left at work as well. Six working days left, and I am on holiday until fourth of January. Ah, very nice, very nice. Yeah. So at least that's something to look forward to, and of course the Pelican. Right. So. So yeah, we're sitting here quarterway, quarter mark throughout the season, and lo and behold, a Pelicans team that we had high hopes for this year has actually put it together despite having a lot of missed games. You know, Bannon Ingham's missed. I think he's also going to miss today's game. I think he's missed eleven games so far. McCollum missed missed some games. Zion missed some games. Herb Jones missed some games, and he's still out today. But despite all that. They still they still sit there, and you know you kind of you're not sure whether you believe they're a, a true contender yet. Um, just with the way Boston's playing, and Boston did come in here and kind of beat the brakes off of us a couple of weeks ago. They're doing that to everybody. Right, right. They're doing it. I mean, they're they they're did clearly, it to Phoenix. Right. They're they're clearly better than everybody else. But I mean, in terms of the Western Conference, it's pretty jumbled. There's no true like dominant team. I mean, you still got the Warriors, but the Warriors are kind of scuffling a little bit. I'm sure they'll turn it on at the end of the season. But the Pelicans keep finding ways to win games, 
and you're seeing this is the Zion that that we were that that what we thought we were going to get when, when when we drafted him out of Duke. It took him a little while to to get back in the swing of things, but his last like five or six games, he's averaging like 30 points, eight rebounds. He's shooting an absurd like 65. percent He is really just taking his game to a whole nother level. Yeah, this. Look, it's taken three years to get to this point, but man, was it worth waiting for? He, he has pretty much been unstoppable in the past five games. Um, I, I don't think it was the Phoenix game. I think it was, was it San Antonio, the game before Phoenix, uh, where he we, scored 30? We played uh, Detroit Wednesday night. Sorry, Detroit. That was it. It was Detroit, wasn't it? Yeah. He scored 37, I think it was, 36, 37 points, and all of his points were scored within three foot of the rim that 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 little spin move he's got and developed over the past few weeks there's nobody that can stop it it's it's insane it's it's crazy because he's just he the teams they know what he's going to do and it doesn't matter they throw three bodies at him doesn't matter and you know whether it's whether it's actually going going in for the score or being able to pass it out to his teammates i mean he's i mean he's he's got I, mean, I want to say he's averaging like like five or six assists over his last however many games. I mean, he's finding shooters. He just he he draws so much attention on the court. Just the center of gravity on the court just so sucks into him. And guys are, I mean, guys are just able to get open. And you know, we've been able to make enough shots this year. Now that was kind of the crazy part about the Phoenix game the other night. You know, Phoenix. All of a sudden, could in the second half couldn't miss from three point. I mean, they they made oh, it was ridiculous. Yeah, like they scored twenty nine three pointers or something like that in the game. Yeah, they scored so many extra points from three, but the the Pelicans scored like seventy points in the paint. So it's 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 an interesting way. And and another good thing about Zion Zion's defense is coming around because that was a big question: could would he actually play defense? Would he be focused on defense? And his defense has really really improved. That was the one fear, wasn't it? It was, yes, Zion's coming back, but do we have that weak link on defense? And for a couple of weeks, it did look that way. Um, but not anymore. He's, you know, he's getting in the way with the steals. He's blocking shots. Um, he's just being a nuisance. Um, and that's, it's more than what we need him to do, really. Um, you know, you, you made the point, as we started talking about the games that people have played, there's only three players that have played in every single game that the Pelicans have uh, have played this year. And that's uh, Jose Alvarado, Valanciunas and Devontae Graham. They're the only three that have suited up for every single game. So where are we? CJ McCollum's missed four games. Zion's missed five games. Brandon Ingram's missed 10 games. Herb Jones has missed eight games. They're all starters. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. That was another another thing about about the game. The the bench, the Pelicans bench, has been so they've they've been so good. I mean, they're the best bench in the league. And even the other yeah. night, even even a couple of our you know a couple of our starters were bench guys in the starting lineup. So we and we still had other guys coming off the bench, still scoring a bunch of points. So. Every I say every uh, there's there's a couple of people on the bench Jackson Hayes being one who haven't really done anything this season, but Larry Nance has contributed in certain games. Najee Marshall, who's severely underrated, 
is is contributed. Jose Alvarado has just been spectacular when he's been on the court. It is crazy how the game changes when he comes in. It's I, I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen anything like it. How he's just he's just able to. It just flips around the entire game. His energy, the crowd feeds off of him. His teammates feed off of him. I mean, we saw in the in the Detroit game when he got bumped and kind of bruised his ribs and he went down on the court and you know you weren't sure what was going on the whole team went out on the floor yeah. the whole team went out there to to take a look at him they just you this team just really really enjoys playing with each other they're you know they're nobody, nobody's really jaded yet everybody's excited everybody pulls for each other it's it's a real team it's a real team and and they they've just got so much so much depth. They've the Pelicans have just hit the home run of the last two drafts. When you factor in Murphy, Jones, Alvarado, and Dyson Daniels, who's come in and played incredible defense. I mean, he locked up Booker the other night. Now he you know he hasn't had to score a bunch, but the kid's only nineteen years old and he's already a plus defender. Already. Yeah. He he he's doing to people what Herb Jones did to people last year. I mean, he's done Devin Booker so much. Devin Booker's probably not going to play in the game uh, today, by the looks of it. Um, but um, but yeah, and and the best defender that we drafted this year, according to all the stats, was EJ Liddell, who hasn't actually who who did his knee and hasn't actually played a game yet. <laughs> um, and. Yeah, it's 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 interesting to see what they're going to do with the all the draft picks that they've got over the next few years because they might not need them. It doesn't seem like it. I mean, it seems like they've got their they've got their team in place right now. I, and, I mean, you might be looking at a Valanciunas replacement in a couple of years, maybe, but in a, in a couple of years, maybe McCollum in a couple of years. Yeah, once once his extension is up, because you're gonna. At some point, some of these guys are going to come up for contracts. I mean, I think, I think it's pretty easy to see that Jackson Hayes probably isn't in our future. I would imagine he may be gone by the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. When is the trade deadline in the NBA? Uh, it's, it's like February. I yeah, I was going to say it's 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 early-ish in the in the year, isn't yeah. it? But yeah, I'd imagine that he he because everybody says that the Pelicans miss a three-point shooter. I think we've got the three-point shooters we need now. Trey Murphy's come along leaps and bounds with his three-pointers. Jose Alvarado's hitting them from everywhere at the mm-hmm. moment. Um, even Najee Marshall. Um, Najee Marshall's, them. he's been so big the last couple of games. I mean, he was, he was massive in that Detroit game. That was a, that was kind of a scuffle the other night, but they, they found ways to win. That's the thing. The Pelicans just find ways to win. They, they win different different styles, uh, different yeah. types of games. I mean, th- there was one game last weekend. They just they, they shot incredible. That when they when Alvarado had thirty eight points, he just couldn't miss from three. You know, whether it's a, a close defensive game or or whether we actually shoot pretty well. You know, we've just done it a lot of different ways. You know, McCollum had COVID, and it's taken him a few games to kind of get back. His he played a little better Friday night, but he's been kind of struggling a little bit. So yeah. It's crazy to think that they're not firing on all cylinders, yet they're still sitting there at, at first place. Well, you, you mentioned CJ. He's averaging 17 points a game at the moment, um, which, considering he's not been playing well, isn't isn't too bad at all. I mean, we, we talked preseason or just before the season started when we when we did our last um, 
plunge and we were kind of talking about records and where we thought we'd be um we're way ahead of schedule yeah i mean i think i predicted 50 wins yeah so we're... I, th- I, I think i think 50 wins is the floor now looking at the world 17 and 8 at the moment i mean it's yeah it seems like it there's I know that they've got this tough stretch where we got Phoenix and we got Utah a couple of games, and then we've got we've got another another good team coming up. So if they can just go five hundred, maybe one above five hundred through that little six seven game stretch, I mean they're really primed. And then to get Ingram back, it'll be interesting to see if there's any if there's any kind of adjustment period for Ingram to come back because now it seems like it's clear that they have to run the offense through Zion. I mean it's it's absolutely yeah. clear. So you can't change that now. No, you can't. It's, it's working so well. And I, I know, you know, in, Ingram, it, it's, you know, Ingram's a good enough player. He'll, he'll be able to figure it out, but it's going to be nice when, when in addition to, to Zion and all the attention he's got, you're going to have Ingram out there now. The fact that we've been able to win without Ingram out there is kind of crazy. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Um, you know, he's, He's a 22, 23 points per game average scorer, and we haven't had that, and we've still been putting up over 100, well, averaging, what, 116 points a night at the moment, something something like that? Yeah, like our average margin of victory of these last six games or seven games is like 11, 12 points. <laughs> yeah, the Detroit game was the one that was the closest, wasn't it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which, which, is, which is insane, but that's probably a game where the players kind of took their foot yeah, off because the gas they had, a little bit. Yeah, they had, a, they had a lead in the second half, and then all of a sudden, Detroit just started hitting threes. I mean, Sadiq Bay couldn't again. Just they they couldn't miss. It's I hate when that happens. I hate when the other team comes in and they just can't miss. It's then we had so, that with Jose last weekend, didn't we? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, every, every, every shot he hits is uh, is is gold. Um, now you can you can speak for this. This is me asking you a question now. Is this the best atmosphere that you've seen in the SKC for home games? For regular season at the moment, for regular for reg- season, for regular season, it it probably is now. At the end of that first year back after Katrina, when the when the Hornets won like fifty six games, it was sold out. The last like twenty games of the season, uh, the regular season were sold out. That that was pretty fun, but but the the crowd now it is a little it is a little different. They're they do seem more behind this team than, than any other team in the past. Like the, the, the crowd just loves pulling for this team. These guys are so easy to pull for, so easy to root for. And I mean, just, just, you know, the, the cheers during the hour in the hour out of game, the Jose chance. I mean, the fact that you're doing this for you know backup point guard, <laughs> it's, uh, it's. It undrafted. A, yeah. Yeah. Undrafted. So I, I really think that Phoenix game last night is really going to kickstart um a, a, a boost in kind of the excitement level uh of, of the of the arena i mean in addition to, to to the winning that they're doing but you know that the crowd was really fired up at, obviously after the playoff series last year they were really fired up for friday they're gonna be fired today is gonna be a madhouse yeah 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 i think that's got to be sold out today sunday afternoon mm-hmm. yeah no saints on tv Thank God. So I, I think, you know, you are seeing as the, as the calendar goes, moves towards January, it just, for whatever reason, once it, it takes a lot of people for football season to end to kind of focus on the Pelicans, but it does seem like it's turning a little quicker this year. But again, it's just a lot of it's just because of the likability of the team. I mean, I mean, winning helps too. 
Well, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and look, being able to to see a bunch of Zion dunks from the other night, like I said, from the game, I can't stop watching clips from the game the other night. I just I want to see it just injected into my veins, all of his dunks. And that was obviously a, a big topic. Phoenix didn't particularly care for it. But, you know, I, I, I don't give a shit. Zion sat back and watched everybody call, make fat jokes about him for the last year. He can do whatever he wants. And you give the fans a show. That's what the fans paid money to see. They paid money to see Zion dunk the ball. All Chris Paul had to do to stop that happening was dribble out the final 12 seconds. But for some reason, he went for a layup that he didn't get. And I, and I imagine Larry Nance got the ball in his hands and just went, oh, fuck this. Yeah, Zion, off you go. I mean, I don't know if you've listened to Antonio Daniels' call of that play. He, he did not want him. And I, and I understand, I do. But as a fan, and I think even secretly, he was just like, yeah, like this. <laughs> that arena went bananas. How often do you just see a 360 windmill dunk in a regular season? You only right. see him in the all-star game, don't you? Yeah, yeah. The yeah, slam dunk contest. And, and and Zion said after the game, didn't he? said, it's not in my nature to do that. But they sent my guys home last year. And then it comes out after the game that in one of those playoff games, they had a lead of 13 points with less than a minute to go. And did a fast break and did a dunk with no Pelicans players anywhere near them. So yeah. fuck them. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I hope they do it tonight as well. The 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 Phoenix is just a bunch of little bitches. They really are. Did the you fans... see Chris Paul's punch to the ribs of Alvarado yeah. when he was going yeah. to the layup? Chris Chris Paul is a dirty fucking player. He is. Chris, Chris Paul can't talk anything on that. And looks, it you know as. Another good thing about the dunk is like, man, like that gets local kids around, you know, it gets kids excited for Pelicans basketball. You know, you want, you know, you want to draw attention like that. All the, the social media engagements that all, that all of his dunks got from the other night, you, you want that attention, you know, you want to draw the attention, you want to draw new fans and that's, that's how you do it. You know, at the end of the day, but the basketball NBA is an entertainment product. And you know what? That was entertaining to me to watch. And yeah, no, no, absolutely. <clears throat> I've, I've, I've not been to many NBA games in, uh, in, in my life. Obviously, living in the UK, it's difficult to get to America yeah, for NBA no, games. The first ever NBA game I went to was in Madison Square Garden, and it was the Knicks against the Pacers in 2001. So not long after Reggie Miller had done his insane three points, mm-hmm. the choke, and all that kind of stuff. So that was a first, that was one I went to. Then. Um, so that had you know you had people like Larry Johnson and Dikembe Mutombo and people like that playing star power and it was entertaining. The crowd were booing Reggie Miller every time he touched the ball. Um, and but the last game I went to was 2017 and it was Pelicans against the Nets and it was Anthony Davis and um, Boogie Cousins season. Okay. Mm-hmm. And all they did was shoot three pointers. It was boring. The Pelicans won. Brilliant. The game wasn't fun to watch. <laughs> it. it- I mean, the game has definitely changed lately to, to more three-point shots, and that's something, you know, that the Pelicans haven't been a great three-point shooting team. I mean, they're really just packing the paint, but, um, it, yeah, the, the game, it, it's, it's just, the, the, the three-pointer is just such a big equalizer. You know, you could be dominating a team, but if they get hot from three-point range, it keeps them in the game, and it's it can be frustrating if you're on the other end, for sure, but... um. Yeah, I'm with you. Give me dunks and highlight reels and alley oops and you know brash swagger. You know it's whatever the Pelicans have got this year. They've stolen from the Saints 
for the past few years. And do you know what? If there's one thing that the city of New Orleans will get behind, is it's a team that's like that. And that's part of the reason why they're being so successful. I think I think I think the the, the people from the city can see that the players have bought in to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And you yeah, can't it's... always say that about the Pelicans. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> Anthony <laughs> Davis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking Tony. Yeah, it's they 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 bought in, and then I mean to have a guy like Willie Green. I mean Willie Green has control of that locker room. They love playing for him. They there's just they're such a together unit of players. Even guy you know a guy like Billy Hernan Gomez. He goes off and he wins the MVP of this Euro basketball tournament. Comes back, doesn't play a lot, but when he's called upon, he comes in. I mean there were a couple of games last week where he had to come in and and, and play some minutes because uh, Valanciunas was either in foul trouble or just. You know, it wasn't a good matchup. And Billy came in and had to get a double-double, you know, played played steady. When his number is called, he comes in there and he plays well. And it's it's just a great group of guys to watch. It's it's been a lot of fun in the arena, and I do think it is it, it is gonna trend and pick up and there's gonna be a lot more sellouts um, coming up, especially if they especially if they keep winning. But it's yeah. gonna be fun to, to see once Herb and, and, and BI get back. When this team's... We've not really talked about Herb, have we? He's he's <laughs> not played, but we haven't missed him because Dyson Daniels has come in and he's doing what he's doing. You imagine a lineup with both of them in. I mean, there, there's going to be a lineup of death with like, could you imagine like Bi Herb Dyson, Zion, and Trey? <laughs> <laughs> you know, small ball lineup, but but a, a lot of length on the wing. I mean, all all top notch defenders. I mean. Just it's all these different combinations of lineups we 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 can throw out there. I mean, it's 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 amazing how we've been able to just mix and match. And it doesn't it doesn't matter who's on the court, doesn't matter who you put together. They they play they play well together. It's yeah. it's really is some something to watch. I mean, credit to David Griffin really because there was there was a time where people were thinking hmm, maybe this isn't going to work. The Stan Van Gundy hire. But they made the right decision there to move on swiftly. Um, <clears throat> Saints, I hope you're listening. Um, and you know, maybe waiting that extra year for Willie Green proved to be the right decision, and not hiring him when they hired Van Gundy because it might have been a year too. You just don't know, do you? Yeah, you just, you just, just, you just don't know. But. Um, yeah, it's it's looking really good at the moment. What um, what would you put down as your win prediction now? We're twenty five games in, and we're seventeen and eight. I mean, I'd probably. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I don't want to get like too excited, don't, but don't say sixty. No, 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 no. I'm not saying sixty. I mean, they've I'd never won up, six. They've never had sixty wins, have they? No, fifty six was fifty six. Yeah. yeah, I'd probably that's go up in to, play. I'd probably go up to fifty five. I, I think 56 could be in play this year. It, I mean, I know, I mean, I saw, uh, I just took a peek at the standing. So like Memphis is on a five game winning streak. So now they pulled, they, they, they pulled behind us. They're just uh, a half a game behind us in the standings. Yep. Which is just crazy that they're in our division too. <laughs> um, so we are going to have to, and I think we've split with Memphis so far this, this season. So yeah, one, one each. Yeah. Yeah. One on one. So, so those are going to be big matchups. So I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, fifty-five wins should be, should be in play. And that's what uh, three seed, two seed. It's probably at least a two seed. Mm. At least, 
Yeah, I, I think the franchise record for wins is in play. Um, again, depends on health, but even with the injuries we've had so far, there's going to be a stretch where this team won't be injured. Right. Like there's going to, there's going to be a stretch when, when everybody's back and like, let's say it maybe takes like, I don't know, five to 10 games to kind of get everybody reacclimated to playing with each other. But at some point it, it's, it's, it's going to click and they're just going to start beating the brakes off teams. Well, you've got the evidence of that happening when they trade for CJ went through last year. It took five to 10 games for the team to gel with CJ in the lineup and look what they did at the end of last season. So the evidence is there that that you know it's gonna. I mean, I mean, what have we done? We've added Zion Williamson Zion, to that yeah. team. Yeah. That that's what we've done. We've added Zion Williamson, who is quietly playing himself into MVP conversations. I would assume he's he he has to now, and that's another benefit of of all the attention from the game Friday. You know, it is kind of crazy that Zion had all this attention, and then oh, he comes to New Orleans and. Now the media just wants to talk about him not staying here or not being happy or being injured all the time. And then he comes back and he's playing lights out and he hasn't been talked about a ton. Now he's, I think Friday's game is going to force the issue a little bit and he's definitely going to start showing up on MVP list, but it's wild that, I mean, I know look, we're a small market. The media doesn't care about new Orleans, but you got this fucking superstar right here. I mean, this, this is what everybody wanted coming out of Duke. They wanted this guy to play. He's playing like everybody thought he was going to play like. Yeah. And and it's crazy. Like, it's still so crazy that the, the whole team is just still so young. I mean, that's... This, that's this the, is the start of a five-year run of this team being challengers, I think. But this is the first year. Yeah. In yeah, two years' time, watch out. I mean, they've... You know, we, we thought they'd be better this year. I thought they'd they clinch a playoff spot and not have to go through the play-in game this year. Yeah. And they're already exceeding my lofty expectations. So they're, they're ahead of schedule. But like you said, we talked about, we have all these draft picks. We may not necessarily need them because I think this is the, this is the team in place that we're going to have. Like you said, for, for our, our, our window, you know, we'll, we've got another few years of CJ and then when his contract expires, we'll probably shift that money to some, I mean, Alvarado, Alvarado's on a steal. The fact that we've got him for three years and $4 million is it's crazy. But if he carries on the way he's going, that's going to get extended again for more. I would imagine. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Cause I mean, I mean they'll look after him without any shadow of a doubt. Right. I mean, you've got him, Herb's going to be coming up soon. So I know a lot of people still talk about, Oh, the Pelicans, they have all these picks. They could still make a trade and grab another player. It's like, I don't want to bring in another player that's going to have a $20, $25 million salary when I'd rather pay it to our own homegrown guys that we're going to have to pay in the next few years because the Pelicans will be a luxury tax team pretty soon. Yeah. Um, and look, if, if they're if they're a two-seed every year, Gail's shown she'll spend the money. She doesn't care. If we're a winning team, we'll spend the money. They'll, they'll pay the tax. They'll... I mean, look, they'll be able to they'll they'll sell out more games. I mean, there'll be there's going to be a lot of excitement for this team if they if they're they're basically a, a, a five, six, seven year title contender. I mean, that's I, I, I don't see any way that doesn't happen. And and that's that's the biggest difference between any of our teams in the past. We, they've never you know, they've had a few good seasons here and there. They've never been able to string it together and be consistent. Yeah. 
and it seems like they should be able to do that with these guys and you know it's gonna be a fun you know i guess we'll probably we can probably do another plunge maybe around the all-star break just to kind of see where we're at but i mean it seems like they're they're gonna keep this up and they're only gonna get better yeah um and, and you know i, th- I think Tonight's game will be a real tell. I think I think Phoenix are going to be bang up for this tonight. Like, I mean, I say tonight, tonight in the UK, this afternoon yeah, uh, in, in the US. Phoenix are going to be bang up for this. But if the Pelicans beat them again and beat them handily again, the psychological effect of that to both teams, the Pelicans and the confidence, and then the Suns and they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> No, everybody's talking about a rivalry, 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 right? Okay, I, I, I thought Memphis would be the team that we're going to end up with the rivalry because it's Jar and Zion, one and two from the same draft in the same division and things like that. But yeah, give me, I, I, give me all the rivalries. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just as far as I'm concerned, fuck it, like fuck everybody else, dunk on every other team, fuck them, fuck them all. <laughs> yes, yes, especially when the Lakers come to town. Yes, always. Although going ahead into the future, they do seem to have sorted their shit out a little bit, which is annoying. Um, But then it's a pick swap. We don't have to do it this year. We can take next year's pick. Mm -hmm. LeBron will be a year older. Anthony Davis needs a new contract. He will. Yeah. And it's, I know there were, there was rumors that possibly maybe the, their only way out of their funk was to, maybe trade Davis. He's the one guy that had value for him, but now yeah. it looks like that's probably not well, going to be the case. I think that, I think that the LeBron James is going to be playing next year, wherever Bronny plays, right? That's. Or, it, I don't isn't... know if it's next year, the year after maybe. Oh, is it but the yeah. year? All right. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Put it this way. Those dreams we had three weeks ago of us being able to draft Victor Wembanyama are probably not going to happen now, but the Lakers still might end up with a top five pick this year. And look, Davis is going to have his injury. LeBron's probably going to have an injury coming soon. So that that's all it takes for them to kind of slide. And yeah, we may not get the first. Have the Lakers pick. had their own pick this year, they may have tanked. Yeah, yeah. But because they know it's not their pick, well, it is until we decide it, right, until we <laughs> it's decide. it's right, not. Right. But if that ended up being a top three pick, I, I mean, if it's not a top three pick, will the Pels do the swap? I wonder. Yeah, I, I I think they, I mean, why not? Well, because they get the pick swap this year, and then they either get the Lakers next next year's first round, or they can defer it to 2025. So next year they have the option to take that pick, or or they can or they they have to make the decision then. They either take 20. And don't we own the Bucks first round pick in 2026 as well? We own a Bucks first, and I think we have another swap at the Bucks. So to me, those are the probably the picks that we would trade away or sell. Because I think you yeah, can sell, yeah, yeah. you know, p- picks for cash, but I think we'll probably keep the next two late, whatever the two Laker picks, and then the, the Milwaukee picks we'll just trade. Because at that point, we'll probably yeah. Up. Well, by this time, by this time the Pelicans will be on a three-year winning title, winning run, like the exactly. Bulls in the in the nineties. Exactly. They'll be on. They'll be on three peat. Uh, I definitely want to thank the Lakers for Dyson Daniels. So, I mean, could you? <laughs> thanks, Lakers. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> You've just given us an elite nineteen-year-old defender who's only going to get better. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I think that's probably all the fun we've got for today. But yeah, I'm looking forward to to this afternoon's game. It's gonna be it's gonna be electric in the blender. I'm looking forward to some of the upcoming games, uh, just to kind of see how the how the crowd 
um, level kind of amps up a little bit, especially Atlanta. They win again today. It's, yeah, it's going to be lively in there today. Yeah, yeah. I am a little, I'm a little worried. Phoenix is going to play dirty today and try to try to knock around Zion. So, but I can guarantee you the fans are not going to take it. You know, they're if if they see any dirty play, the fans are going to be all over. Yeah, but we've got the players on this team, Naji and Jose particularly, uh, and Larry Nance, I think, who will act as the enforcer if they need to. I love these so, guys. Somebody on one of these two teams is getting a technical today. Oh, there we 100%, go. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Please, 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 God, let it be Chris Paul. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well so, so thanks for joining us here on the, on the Pelican Plunge. We will be back to our Saints shows. No instant reaction, obviously, this week with the Saints bye week, but we'll get back to our, our weekly show next week uh, Wednesday I think we're yeah, recording when, aren't we yeah Wednesday we'll record as we we finish up the season the last four games we'll see if we can get a win here or there you know I don't know I don't know not not fun to watch the Saints right now but hey thank God we got the Pelicans yes thank God so so th- thanks for uh, downloading thanks for listening you can find us on uh, on Twitter Dope Patrol PCAST at Dope Patrol UK you can find us uh, the old fashioned way Dope Patrol Podcast.com uh, find us on Facebook, and uh, let's let's roll. I mean, let's come on, Pelicans. Let's keep it up. Let's go. We'll get get Bi back and just enjoy the ride, fans, because this this is the team we've been waiting for. It's finally here. This is the team we've been waiting for. So get behind them now, because there's no joy in football. Right now. <laughs> None. There's only four weeks of the football season left, and there's at least six months of the basketball season left. <laughs> Hey, plenty of time to get on board the bandwagon, folks. Plenty of time. Absolutely. Jump on board. That's right. Flock up. (laughs) 